0: Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied, with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. A journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good a good week. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer Tanya. This program is made possible by Rena Lights LLC. And as an honor and memory of Rabbi Yisuf HaLevi Weinberg, Shalom, Rabbi meshe Pinchas HaKoyen Katz, Olova Shalom, Rabbi Yael HaKoyen Kan, Olova Shalom. It's also in Schus in merit of Rabbi Zevi Yecheskel HaKoyen and Risha Katz, La'edich Yom Tevis, for many long healthy years. It is also in Schus of the Tzvah HaGonel Yisrael, the holy soldiers who stand on the front lines to protect... The men, women, and children of Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, may God protect them all in every possible way. So, we concluded Chapter 16, Tazain and Tanya. Before we go into Chapter 17, I would like to respond to a question that was posed. As I point out every week's class, you can go to tanyaapply.com where you find this and all previous programs as well as many other Hasidic resources, Tanyaplied.com. So a question was asked in the context of what we discussed at the end of chapter 16, which also can help segue into the chapter 17 that we're going to enter now. And the question was, so summing up what we learned, in chapter 16, the Tareb established two key principles. He called it Tuk aklaal Gadl, And then a second Klael Godel. That was the beginning of chapter 16. The first Klael Godel was what? The fundamental principle that the main thing with Abenini is not just behavioral mastery, control over his thought, speech, and action, but also personality change, meaning to control his heart, the very impulses. So in other words, it's not just, okay, you have impulses and you just have a strong discipline. That's also powerful. But ultimately, it's not just which can be due to a person's nature or second nature, but there needs to be the work. And the work is to transform yourself as much as possible. The second klal is that when you contemplate, which brings to emotions, and that's the manner of achieving that type of effect. In other words, it's not just your natural discipline or or not even natural, but you have superimposed a second nature discipline, but you can contemplate and you awaken your emotions, and even when you do that and you don't reach a level of palpable, fiery, passionate love, but it's only remains what he called hidden in his mind, in the hidden parts of your heart, meaning it's not a palpable, fiery passion, but it is an effect on you enough to impact your thought, speech, and action. And that is going to be considered as if you're actually infusing your thought, speech, and action with that tr- personality aspect of yourself that has been transformed. And that's machshav <laughs> et teva, that the Eibishta helps to achieve that even if you can't achieve it completely yourself. That it should be like wings that actually carry and... With a, with a passion, with a soul, your very thought, speech, and action, as we learned that length. So as we came to the end of the chapter, Al-Tareb was going back and forth and discussing, he called that the level of tfuna. So it's a contemplation, bina, but it's a bina shaykh which means it's not full-blown emotions, because but it's a bina that teaches you that it's appropriate, it's fitting, ye osa, as he put it. It's fitting and appropriate for you to love. And that, that's in your control, that you can contemplate. So even if you can't control that, you should have that fiery passion, as he explained. <clears throat> but you can control what you should contemplate on, and it should have some emotional connection to it. The emotion is that you're, you feel that this is something appropriate. You just cannot bring yourself to love it as much as you love. the le'elam haza, physical things. So, so it's not just you're just doing thought, speech, and action behaviorally, controlling that. There are wings here. As if you're involved in them and immersed in them with mamish love and, and, and reverence in a passionate way. Because this Tfuna is what brought you to that place. And if you didn't have this fun, you wouldn't have been busy with it. In other words, we're not talking about someone who's doing it behaviorally as in Loya Vodai in chapter 15 where you're doing it only simply because it's either your nature or second nature. But there is work here. And you've done your part. And the Ibish is mitzal He Takes this teva of yours and he's mitzal filamayse. Even if that emotion is not there, he fills in that gap. So Briya would be the level of Machshav teva, Meich, that you're contemplating. La Sese or the Maise, would be the Matzarefes Lemaise. And the Eberster makes that Tziruf. So even if you don't have the full-blown emotions of Yetzirah, the world of Tchiler Rechimo Pizgal it's only Batalum Eslibe, the Eberster fills in that. Okay. So when a person has those full-blown emotions, and obviously that becomes the wings, he doesn't need the hebrew to sit off. He himself achieves it. But a person who doesn't, God makes that connection. Because it's only in your mind and even in your heart, it's only affecting you uh, peripherally, you can peripherally, you can say, not complete, pas- passionate. And we yevshalem to slavish the machinism maysa mitzvus to be machin, and that's why imly shakos boruchu mitzav from the Okay, good. Then, and this is summing up. As I said, it's helpful also to to, to segue to the next chapter. And then he says, so what does the sidruf do? The Eibush to makes that the maysa mitzvus eskerater, which a person would do. On your own, it wouldn't reach elam Briya. It would only reach elam ayetzira. Mokem That's his galus li mamish, as he explains later in the, in the, in the chapter thirty nine and on. That doesn't need the tziruf of the ebester, because if a person has chiluchim that's like bezgalus or even higher, as the Rebbe Rashab explains. The person who does not have the chilur he has what, is it, what does he have? His libe. So 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 I explained that he said, even if you don't if you don't have the ebrus siruf to elevate it to Ilam abria, which means since you don't have the t'chile v'erechimu passionate in your heart, you need the eibesh to support, help. Without that, however, it also goes up le'elma yitzidah, through the t'chile v'rechimu. How? Because two things are happening. And here the al Rebbe introduces t'chile t'ivim, which he also mentioned in chapter 15. Because number one is that you're putting the work in, that talum libe, you are focusing your mind and your emotions... And in turn, you also have the natural love that you have. That's not birthed through it's not birthed through your contemplation. But you have the contemplation. It's just not creating a total emotional passion. It's only libe. but you also have the natural. And you've done some Aveda, like he said in the end of chapter 15, when you do that Aveda, so it's not so that even even without the Tzidif will bring you to But not the Elam Abriya. That you need the Tziruv. So I explained and I combined both these elements together. That Chilav echim Motivim. Plus the Machshav which is the Veda that you're doing. That as much as you're able to, Yodem Masegis, as much as you can contemplate and affect your emotions. At least that it's worthy and appropriate to love God. Which is in your control. So even with Adi Abish's support, that also goes to Odom so the question that was asked is, Balavachi, we know that there's some explain it differently. That Balavohi' is not referring to your effort. Balavohi is referring to the Avavijida Tivim. Meaning since a person is puts his effort to awaken or to stimulate the natural love that is inherent within him, so that's already in Aveda. He also then doesn't need the tsiraf. So why did I say that it's connected to the Ava the Misoterefs and the Talum Mislibe? It's connected to the work that you're doing to awaken the natural. So in truth is there are those two interpretations, but when you read it closely, it seems to me at least, that they are a combination, because Al Tadeb is bringing them together. So Bala HaLchi means both things. In other words, you can interpret it in three ways. A can mean that even if you only have the talum libe, you also reach the Yetzirah. Two, it can mean, second interpretation, is talking about lavachim, when you put work on awakening your natural love, not the love that you are generating through mind, but not causing passionate love. And three, the combination of both of them. Because the fact of the matter is, it's not two people here. When you're contemplating with your effort, and it's arousing at least a passion that you feel it's appropriate. It's not the fiery passion of his gallus Liebe. So you can say what you have done is really two things at once. That contemplation has also stimulated the dormant natural love that he spoke about in chapter 15. And that's why I explained, I combined them together. Which seems to me more fitting when you explain it in context of chapter 15 where he says that avoidant can be two things. Either it's completely generated by you, you contemplate, and you're not relying on your natural love. Or he said that you contemplate and you awaken and stimulate the dormant love, as he said at the end of chapter 15. So by combining these two, it makes it easier to understand what you can achieve through your effort. And then there's the metzarfa, that since you haven't achieved chile v'rechimu sikhlim, in other words, you haven't been able to fully <clears throat> experience the passionate love, the to fills in that part. Yeah. And he says clearly, He's made it. Or, that he says that a person simply contemplates. So keep in mind the main few things that we have to keep in mind is like this now. The resources a person has is not in any particular order, but let's begin in the order. You're born naturally with a natural love for God. But that's not an Aveda. That's something, as he explained in chapter 15. The work is to stimulate that. But it's more than that. As much as you stimulate the natural, it's still natural. The real Aveda is that you work on your own, you work hard on appreciating God, not because it was you inherited this. It's not genetic. But through your work. And that achieves something much greater, as he explains later in chapter 39 and not. Because your mind, your effort, your kaychis have generated, like he explains in chapter 3, you've contemplated on God. And that in turn has born midas, bina, with das, with the iskashis, gives birth to midas, Avam vira. And they're, and, with, and like he says, they're true Avaavi, sustainable love and reverence that comes dafket through bin Das, much higher than Khihi. That came naturally. However, that doesn't mean that the natural love should be ignored. It's also a resource to access. So we have here three things. We have here pure Dlim. In the highest level, that creates actually visgalously a passionate love. You have Thilakhimotivim, that's the natural dormant love that everybody has. And then you have the Avaida Bit Talumis which you do your as much effort as you can. And that in turn also awakens the natural love. And that invokes the Teva Qadrish and Sarfila that he fills in that which Thil Rachim has on its own. It's, he fills that in, that we should have that connection as well, that should serve as the wings that elevate us. So, you have covered all scenarios here. The highest level of Abenini, You have the level of, the lowest level of Abeni is Loya Vodai. And then you have in between, there's Avodai, as much as you're capable of doing. So, that's an explanation of that conclusion. Now, based on all this comes chapter 17. And chapter 17 begins, goes back, I should say, to the central theme of Tanya. And here you see the brilliance of how the Al-Tareb has built up a case in the last 16 chapters that now come back to what he wrote on the Sharblat. Remember, the Sharblat of Tanya, the cover page, told us the theme of Tanya. What, the, what was the theme? That this Sefer is miyusid al-posuk, dover me'oid, that this dover, teir is a simple interpretation, is kare lecha dover me'oid, is very relevant to you. Beficha, bulavavcha, ubulavacha, la seise. Leviat hetiv, echu of ma'id. It's not just karav eilecha, but it's of ma'id, hadav ma'id. So now, the obvious question is how? We're not talking about Sadiqim now. We're talking about a person who's born with a nefesh alikis and nefesh abamis, has a battle, has not won the battle. A person, like he explained the Bainani. Tzaddik is a particular category which we'll talk about. So, by him, you could say, because, like you'll say, if you soon will learn, say he controls his heart. He's reached a place where he's controlled the heart, including the left side of the heart where the animal soul resides, and he's transformed it. Tzaddik Gomer, Tzaddik gomer, chapter 10. But we say to every person. And that was the whole operative question. Eich, how can you say that? So, la se se you could say. Because every person, even if you're not in the mood or you don't feel it, you can be expected to act a certain way. Beficha also, your speech, what you speak about. Learn the beficha, which we'll soon discuss as well. But levofcha is the big question. Can you control your heart, your emotions? And that's what Al Tareb is going to address. So, really, what's coming now around is coming back to the very central theme of Tanya. What are you capable of? And the Pussek says, including. Now that we've learned that even a Benini, who has a and has the power of Shal Tal Lev. And with all the aspects of it, the different support and the different ways we reach there and the different levels that we talked about. Avodai, loyavodai. And now, especially in chapter 16, that he explained that even if you don't reach that passionate love, you still reach a level where you appreciate and you have the power to feel and appreciate that it's worthy of loving. And that is considered like passionate love because of the Abraham's, like we discussed, that will now explain for each one of us. And that's what the theme of this chapter is about. So, really, it's bringing everything together. This is going to be a continuing theme the next chapters, all the way through chapter 25. But you see now how it's going to come together in that key point that he made in the introduction to Tanya, which is giving us a guidebook of how a person can connect to God, whoever you are. And you don't need to be someone unique. Every person has this capacity. So let's learn now inside. Ubezei yuvan, says the Altar And with this, really everything we've learned till here, but specifically in the last chapter, he's built up the case, we can explain the verse which was brought at the on the title page the Shablat of Tanya, Masha Kosov, Kikoda Velacha, Dovameid, Bafikhobov Khalse. For this, what's his wish? this is the body of all the commandments. A mitzvah as he says in the Pasik in his Sovim, Lamid Yurav 30 It's talking about Kola kula. Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Eden, you should know it's not it's not distant, it's not across the wide sea, it's not in in heaven. It's irrelevant, accessible to you, to you. You're able to be there. The big question, can we reach divine experience when we live in a material world or is there an invisible glass ceiling that doesn't allow us to get to that level? That's a fundamental question of what a person is capable of becoming. And the whole point of Chassidus, Chassidus Chabad, Al Alter is to tell us you can reach the highest levels. So now we'll understand how. That this thing is very much within reach for you in your mouth, in your heart, so that you can do it. The L'Chaira. Because apparently, seemingly, the obvious question, at first glance, B'levavcha. The Apostle says, In your heart. It goes contrary to the experience of our very sense. Why? Because a person's heart, we're talking about every every human being, is drawn to survival. It doesn't mean we don't have at times a transcendent longings. But we also have the tendency, we have an animal soul that is driven by the left side of the heart toward its own needs, its own passions, its own pleasures and desires as we learned. So it's negat So how could the Pasek tell us You can kei lecha But what about levavcha? So you can think. The answer would be that maybe Moshe is not talking to all of us. Maybe Taka is not for us. Lavovcha is referring to his generation. That can be a consideration. So the Alter Rebbe preempts that in the brackets. He says, What is he coming to add here? He's coming to preempt and say, and dismiss the possibility that a person can say, "You know what? The Derdeya, the elevated generation of Moshe." There was Kodaveh Lecha B'ficha also. Because they were on a higher level. But not everyone. She says, no, Teda is nitzchis. So it has to be applicable today as well. So now we have the question. It's Neged It's a very interesting expression. Neged means, literally it could be, it defies our, our senses. But it really means it's seemingly not something that all of us can access. Not the experience, our, our natural experience. Ask yourself, does your, nat- does your heart naturally gravitate to Adovar to mitzvah, to tater mitzvahs? As I said, there are times it could be, but we have a lev that is focused on and very much driven by other forces as well. But after everything we've learned about what a bainini is, all the way till the end of chapter 16, this will be answered. But before we get to the answer, the Alter Rebbe continues to build up this question. It would seem that it's not within our access, not relevant or, or within reach of each one of us, because it means you would have to turn your heart away from the desires of this world to genuine love of God. <laughs> you ask a regular person if someone says to you, is it something that you find natural? Natural or accessible or reachable or relevant or, or practical to transform your heart from the desires of this world to love God with the emes, with, with a genuine, sincere love? The answer is no, it's not something that comes simple or easy or accessible. It's not of ma'id. If you said something that we have to try, but you're saying karav ma'id, karav alacha dover ma'id, Bil So, how do you explain that? In um, there's an expression that's brought from the from the Chavis that says you cannot love the world and love God at the same time because they're antithetical. The Sefer Achinuch says similarly in Mitzvah Tov Yud Because they're not, they're not um, compatible, and we see the fact is that we do have this compartmentalization. We have both drives, we have both voices. So that just comes to emphasize even more that when you, mainly you talk about dibura and ma'aseh, befichalase, say fine, you have control over that, but to control your emotions doesn't seem korvilecha And as we said, we have to say it applies to everyone, not just to Maisha's generation. And then the Altar Rebbe continues to drive that point home. Now besides this, the, the Altar Rebbe then continues and says, even the time of Maisha Rabbeinu, like the Gemara says, So the Gemara tells us in Baruch Islam at Gimel Bay, 33B, is reverence, yidah, reverence of what? The reverence of Hashem, of God, is such a small thing. There it's referring to when my Moshe says, <speaking in Hebrew> What already is God asking of you, Moshe says. He's like, what is he really asking? He's only asking you to revere him. So the Gemara says, <laughs> Moshe makes it so simple. As if yidah is easy, is it a small thing to, to revere God. So you see from that, that the Gemara itself is acknowledging that it's not a simple matter. And that's Yidah. The Altar Rebbe says, if Yidah is that difficult, because, how much more so Ava? Because loving is even more difficult than yira. You can explain a person's easier for him to revere something, to avoid it, to refrain. But Ava requires an active arousal, an active feeling of drawing to longing to something. So what do you see from that? That Levavcha is not just negat hachushalom, that even the time of Meshera Beinu, even the date HaMidbur, the date of he Beinu, Gemara already says, is otu yudu, milsuz zutrasi. So it's not an easy thing. And here we say, karaveh lecha dover meid. And Levavcha, of course, includes yidu and av. So it's just making the case even more how can we say and lecha on an, an, emo- an emotional reaction? You can control action, you can control words, but an emotion is, you can't regulate. You, it, either you feel it or you don't feel it. So that just emphasizes an, an the, the question even more. Mukulshke and Ava, because Ava is even more difficult. They should desire it. And then finally the Alter Rebbe says one more thing. It's the Tzadikim whose heart is in their control. So it's so only Tzadikim. And here you say everybody. So, so there's another reason that Livavcha is not It's only by Tzadikim. And then the Al Rebbe is going to come and answer all of this based on what we learned earlier about the Beinini and especially about Talumas Libe that brings mice. But for that, we'll continue in the next year, in the next class. So we'll stop here. No, I don't like to end by a question. So you can always look in Tanya, but that's, he's building up the case to explain how ta'kitz kore ve'lecha also That's the conclusion. So that's not, the question is it's clear, but now we're going to come to the answer. We'll do that next week. So everyone have a very good week. TanyaApply.com Be well. On the and on This has been My Life Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidisapplied.com for archived classes and more resources.